0: The Strathcona County Family and Community Services podcast, You Belong Here, has been developed as a tool to help address the need for connection and belonging and to provide tangible tools on demand. At Family and Community Services, our goal is to help build a safe, supported and connected community for all.
1: The overall goal of the podcast is to increase awareness of community connection and create a dialogue about how we interact with each other. The podcast will provide a space for individuals to enjoy conversation focused on connection and belonging, access some immediate tools, and develop a deeper understanding of local resources available to us before we reach a point of crisis.
2: This podcast is being recorded on Treaty 6 territory and the homeland of the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 2 and 4. Strathcona County honours the First Peoples of this land. We recognize that we stand upon land that carries the footsteps of Cree, Métis, and Blackfoot amongst many other nations who have been here for thousands of years. Therefore, Strathcona County has an inherent responsibility to foster healthy relationships with First Peoples and further the calls to action as outlined by the Truth and Reconciliation Commission.
0: Good day to all our listeners. My name is Danika, and I'm a Solutions Navigator with Strathcona County Family and Community Services. I'm joined by two of my colleagues. Hello, I'm Ashley.
2: And I'm Brad.
0: Today, the topic for our conversation is all about connection and why it is important to understand ourselves and how that impacts our relationship with others. We hope our conversation today will give you something to think about and action for yourself. So, let's get started. Let's go. That's a very positive of (laughs) you, Brad. Okay, Brad, Ashley, we're here today because we all believe that connection is important. The question our listeners may have, though, is why? Why is connection important? In doing some research for our conversation today, I found a definition on connection by world-renowned researcher in the field of vulnerability, Dr. Brene Brown, and she says, I quote, I define connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship, end quote. Is there anything that resonates with either of you from that quote? Brad,
2: Ashley? You know, the thing that really jumped out to me was a bit about um, deriving sustenance and strength. That's so impactful to me because I really think of connection, often I think of it in terms of, um, you know, meaning. What are we doing it all for and what makes everything worth it? And connection is so often a part of that. When you talk to people, they'll usually say, you know, it's my friends and my family and my loved ones that make things worthwhile. And that sustenance and strength really speaks to that aspect of it. Um, The connections we have in our lives are what motivate us and what make everything Worthwhile and bring all the colors out. So that that really jumped out to me. What about you, Ashley? Mm-hmm.
1: No, I 100% agree. Um, I don't think I would disagree with that at all. <laughs> that would just be bizarre. Um, but I would agree with the assessment and strength. And when I think about that, when I pull from that in the quote, is that our relationships? Um, how do they make us feel? So you know are do we feel like we're being valued in a relationship do we feel like we are you know empowered um those sorts of things and i think that's what healthy connection um is that piece of how does this connection make me feel Mm -hmm. um do i feel better for it Mm -hmm. um i think that's what's really what we're looking for what's really important Mm is it's finding that piece that makes us feel well, what um, makes us feel seen, heard, valued—all those sorts of things. Right. Yeah. So we, so we know how that feels for ourselves, and then we're also
0: thinking of others because mm-hmm. connection is a is a reciprocal thing. So that's one yeah. of the things that stood out to me is kind of that give and receive element of connection so we know how connection makes us feel what about the other person so how does it make them feel Mm -hmm. and sometimes in that connection um there might be it could be one-sided if we're not mindful of that that it is a it is a reciprocal process it is a giving and receiving Mm -hmm. and and the power that comes in that giving and receiving um, listening to each other leaning into that listening uh, being mindful of what the other people is other person is saying um And that adds to the the value that that person would receive in that connection between us. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Any other thoughts, either from the the quote or any other thoughts that might be coming to your mind right now?
2: Yeah, when you talked about that reciprocity of connection, it it made me think of that whole concept of kind of listening versus hearing. Mm. Um, we all, we always say you want to listen in order to hear the person, not just, you know, wait for your chance to speak or to make your own point or what have you. Um, I think that comes from connection, a, a sincere desire to understand not only what the person is saying, but what they're feeling and what motivates it. And I think you can really tell in a conversation if somebody's trying to do that sincerely or not. That's important to have.
0: Mm, absolutely. And that element of having that conversation, truly listening uh, the other element is without judgment. And so it's, you know, it's really hard sometimes to, um, like you say, not to be rushing to thinking about, oh, what am I going to say next? Mm -hmm. But if we're leaning into genuinely listening to what someone is saying and kind of leaving that judgment out of it and just listening to the words, seeing how they're talking about the passion that they might be having talking about something or how it could be making them feel that that poses an opportunity for connection between two people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not perfect, is it? You know, I think we've all had opportunities to, when we have not been perfect in our connection with other people, we may have uh, not been as actively listening as we could have judgments may have started to come into our mind and sometimes when that happens it just keeps flowing and we can't stop it mm-hmm. <laughs> but just being mindful uh and knowing that this is something we all have in common nobody is perfect in this area uh, and it is something that um, we're, we're all in together everyone can relate to this commonality that we share as human beings that connection is important and this is this is why
1: yeah, I agree, and I think when we speak of connection, sometimes my mind goes to oh, well, we got to participate in this big thing, and we got to make these big take these big actions mm-hmm. in order to in order to you know put myself out there and and to also you know give mm-hmm. um, to other people. But I I think we also like those little moments mm-hmm. as well throughout the day um, to even strangers um, that yes. we, that we can do. So you know. I, holding the door open. I mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. get so excited, <laughs> you know, when someone holds the door <laughs> open for me and it's like, yeah, now a lot of them are automatic nice. and it's like, no one's holding the door, but <laughs> you, <miss that. laughs> you know, I miss that. Yeah. Um, but those, those little moments and uh, I think those are little pieces like that throughout the day that even if it's not a big action, I think they make a big impact mm-hmm. on people, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that it might be. Mm-hmm. So I, I action. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
2: So. It can be the big things. It can be the small things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Danica earlier you said that we're not perfect. We don't always connect. Mm-hmm. And that, it tells me that there's a level of work behind connection. It doesn't happen mm-hmm. automatically. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just happen in the background. We have to be mindful of what we're saying and doing and how we're treating each other and how mm-hmm. we're interacting. Yes. And that's not always easy. That requires, mm-hmm. I think, a certain level of vulnerability.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So important, Brad. You know, the fact that we're talking about this, and the reason is because it is important. Uh, it is work, and it does require our attention. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. But the flip side of the coin is, you know, what happens when we don't have connection, mm-hmm. and I think that shows us just how important it is to do that work.
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm reflecting now on um, sometimes when I've had conversation with people when they are sharing that they have not had that connection and the the pain that that brings to their spirit when they're not connected with other people that level of disconnection can be very uh, damaging to a person's engaging with other people and being authentic and offering trust in the conversation, in the relationship Um, and sometimes things do stand in the way of that connection so absolutely it can surface in ways that sometimes are not pleasant to us
1: yeah, I feel like when we're disconnected you know that's when stress increases that's when we have difficulty um, in our relationships um, and we have those difficulties trusting other people and so it kind of just has this ripple effect of you know impacting just how we feel about ourselves and how we interact with others
2: totally yeah i mean i think connection is in a sense kind of like a basic need right you know we need Air and food and water and all of these things, but we also need love and human connection, and we really dwindle without that. We it's hard to get by without that, um, and people will try to find it anywhere they can if it's not readily available. You know, if, if as a community we don't have healthy opportunities for people to connect. I think they'll try to find it in other ways, and that can be a really damaging thing that can lead to gangs or harmful behaviors and things like that. And mm-hmm. that, that really shows what the importance of connection is. I think most people are very aware of the need for connection and reciprocity and things you know in young children when we're raising them, yes. but we forget that adults need that their entire life. It, mm-hmm. It's really, really essential.
0: Absolutely. And so we know, um, you know, we know the value of, of connecting and the reasons why why we connect and why we're having this conversation and why it is so important and why we need to talk about it and, and bring it into the limelight and give it some attention. And we've talked about um, the, what happens when we're not disconnected and we, when we experience a relationship with other people when they're not feeling like they're connecting And so um, action, action is always something that is um, available to us. Sometimes our actions can be small and very impactful. Other times we may learn, we need to learn things that we can do. And so in thinking about uh, action and how sometimes we may not know what to do. And so reaching out is a way to engage with some resources, some supports to, to learn ways that we can uh, connect with one another um, and so challenges and setbacks do happen to all of us in our daily interactions as we journey through life. Um, there's always someone though that can relate to what we're experiencing. Should we talk about some of those actions now uh, that we can that we have leaned into ourselves and some things that we can offer to our listeners today that they can action for themselves uh, in the moment and going forward? Anything that comes to your mind as we're, we're talking about some action steps today that uh, we can offer to those that are listening to us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think a really important um, action that we can take is allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, allowing ourselves to put... Um, a, take, put aside our fear a little Mm -hmm, bit, mm -hmm. um, because it is scary Mm -hmm. when we're being vulnerable um, and maybe sharing things that are important to us or things that we think need to be said, um, all those sorts of things. Um, So putting ourselves in a vulnerable space opens our hearts, Mm -hmm. to to put it like that, put it nicely, Mm -hmm. um, to other other people and to be able to share their experience around, you know, something too. So I think, yeah taking and, and then it's, it's I don't think it's as easy as being like be vulnerable <laughs> right um, and it, I we want I want to recognize that it's all of this is is not as easy as just do it um, but it's something to, to consider and to think in the background you know is this a situation where I can maybe put myself a little bit more out there mm-hmm. even though it's scary and even though it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and if I do that what will happen like what Mm-hmm. What might come my way what what will happen? <laughs> yeah. that yeah. open heart, yeah, open heart, open mind, you know embracing that mm-hmm.
0: can come with some fear, but noticing that, naming that, recognizing that, and sometimes we have to test things to challenge that a little
2: bit and especially if we have been let down in the past you know you said it it takes vulnerability to connect i think it's almost impossible to connect without being vulnerable but if we've tried that if we've opened our heart you know and been hurt
1: yeah
2: it's not always easy to redo that but it is so important to do and Mm -hmm. you know you said there can be big or small acts of connection Mm -hmm. in a community Mm -hmm. or in a family or in a group of friends but just to be mindful and to try to do that every day because it really is what drives society. You know, it's one of the key things that sets us apart from the animals is our ability to express shared meaning mm-hmm. and um, yeah. w- work together. You know? yeah. that's What's essential.
0: That? Very nice. Yeah, that's lovely, Brad. It definitely it's our, it is our our shared humanity. Absolutely. And, you know, self-compassion, having that compassion for ourselves like we would our best friend. Mm-hmm. Um we don't want our best friends to feel anything that may be harmful or, you know, causing them to uh, to have some discouragement. And so sometimes we hesitate to give that same compassion to ourselves. So leaning into to self-compassion uh, for self and others can help buffer some of those uh, vulnerabilities or, you know, fear that we
1: might be
2: experiencing. It is easy to be our, our own biggest critic. Yes, I think. it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, taking that time to say, like, I I did okay. I did what I what I could do and how that falls like that's out of my control so Mm -hmm. I think there's that part of self-compassion is um recognizing that there are some things you can't control but what you can do is what you can control is how you interpret it for yourself Mm -hmm. so um Danica, let's say we had an interaction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, You did something and I couldn't control it. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, Maybe you got upset over the interaction. Um, But for me, I can tell myself. I can beat myself up about it. I can wake up at 3 in the morning saying I should have done this. I should have said this. Um, But we don't always know how people will react and Mm -hmm. we can't always control it. Mm -hmm. So taking that time to say I did what I could I was kind as I could be (laughs) Um, maybe I could have done it differently but I did the best Mm -hmm. in the moment Mm -hmm. and giving yourself some of that grace and releasing some of that pressure um, that I think we put on ourselves as Brad said we're our biggest critics Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and I would agree with that and we just put that pressure that we're only holding Um, how can we release some of that and that's giving ourselves that What's that word? Pep talk. Give ourselves a yeah, yeah. pep talk yeah. that you would give your friend, right? Your friend called yes. you in a panic. What would you mm-hmm. say to them? Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we say that to ourselves? Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. again, it's not as simple as just do it. But an awareness mm-hmm. and you know those little moments we can say, "What would I say to my friend right now?" Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Ashley. And I'm thinking for
0: those of our listeners today, you know. We're talking about uh, waking up at three o'clock in the morning (laughs) and if and calling a friend or, you know, what if there's nobody close by?
1: Yeah. And so what
0: can we do? And I think of stories. I know that stories have helped me in the past and even to this day shed some light on other people's experiences Mm -hmm. and what other people have um, have experienced, how they've overcome challenges, um, how they've learned how to connect. And practicing, and so I, I think the value in stories is also a very powerful tool
1: mm-hmm. that
0: anyone can tap into at any time when, for example, you might be waking up early in the morning or you don't have a friend nearby that you can pick up the phone and call or something else might be standing in the way. There's always something that you can grab a hold of and stories for some can offer that benefit.
2: Yeah, that is such a great point. I think I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, stories, no surprise, are one of my favorite things to go to. <laughs> no surprise. Brad's uh, <laughs> uh, an
1: author, so yeah. um, I like so I
2: love stories. I find meaning in stories. But I think about, you know, um, any art really is an attempt to communicate in a way, attempt to connect. You're putting mm-hmm. yourself out there and you're trying to express something and hopefully it does connect so I think yeah story is certainly a go-to but you can find it in music and film and anything out there you know if somebody's put it out into the world that that's an attempt to connect and I think you can Mm -hmm. find some level of meaning in that and that can be important.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely yeah thanks for sharing that Brad and um, stories are are really impactful to a lot of us. Yeah so overall there's a kind of a theme that's cropping up and that's toward mindfulness and mindfulness can look different for different people. And so we can practice being just taking a pause in our daily busyness of life and tuning into the present. So just taking a pause that could look like taking a deep breath um, it could look like relaxing your shoulders, uh, closing your eyes, uh, going to a quiet place. It could look like different things for different people. Like, we're we're
1: all
2: shoulders relaxing right our shoulders.
0: So it's something we can do in the moment. It's actionable. It's readily available, uh, and and just the noticing of things that we can do within our control to be aware of um, of our present experience and leaning into that a little bit. So practicing mindfulness, uh, taking taking a breath, taking a pause, noticing, taking a moment to be silent, different things for different folks, of course, uh, but stepping into that space of taking a moment to notice.
1: Yeah. And I think that's important um, when we're talking about connection, just to add to what you're saying, Danica, because when our mind is clearer and we kind of separate a little bit from the noise Mm -hmm. and kind of come back to ourselves Mm -hmm. and we're not kind of up there doing whatever it is that we need to be doing because of our responsibilities and daily life, Um, when we take that moment, we're able to be more present, as Mm -hmm. you mentioned. And so when we're in those, when we're having those conversations with people or we're at the grocery store, we can kind of be a little bit more mindful of, Mm -hmm. you know, those connections and the little things that we can do, um, and be a little bit, um, yeah, take a little bit more, um, intention to be seen and heard and valued and which, uh, sometimes get lost in all the noise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Lovely. Well, we've certainly uh, had some opportunity this morning to test our uh, thoughts on connection and, um, and we've talked about why connection is important and our shared experience in, in connection And also the discomfort and pain that can come when we are not connected. Mm -hmm. So that experience of disconnection and how that can be damaging to the spirit and what we can do to to practice being intentional toward connecting with other people. Uh, We've talked about. How that requires us sometimes to be vulnerable and vulnerable in a space and time that we're comfortable with. Everyone's vulnerabilities are different. And so being mindful of that uh, compassion and self-compassion, we lend to each other in that space of, of connecting.
2: Well yeah, we have covered a lot today, but you know what, it's not an exhaustive list. So I would challenge the listeners out there to try and connect with somebody, have a conversation about it yourselves. We, we've covered some angles, but there's a lot more to discuss. Mm-hmm. So find a safe place, bring this up, talk about connection and continue the conversation afterwards.
0: Thank you so much, Brad, for that call to action. That's so important to our listeners today. Well, I think we are just about out of time for today. Before we close our episode, we wanted to bring your attention to some of the resources available for you at Family and Community Services.
2: One that I'd like to share is the FCS Connections Guide. This is a new resource where you can learn about upcoming free and low-cost programs and services for seniors, youth, families, and individuals. You can find opportunities to connect with others, and we know how important that is, to access supports and resources, to keep learning and take care of ourselves and those we love. You will learn a lot about how you can connect with others right here in your community.
1: And if you're feeling like you struggle with connection in any way, and are looking for someone to talk to, uh, we do have a counseling program at FCS. Um, People can access counseling for all sorts of reasons, uh, but with one shared goal, and that's to make a positive change in our life. We can offer counseling virtually, uh, over the phone, or in person. And we work from a solutions-focused model, meaning that you will leave with coping strategies and an action plan to address any concerns or challenges that you've identified. So we welcome you to check us out.
0: And if you are new to Strathcona County, we say welcome, and we hope you are meeting new people and getting settled into your new community. At Family and Community Services, we offer an opportunity for newcomers to connect with other newcomers at our Newcomer Connector program. You can find more information about this in our connections guide. Brad, Ashley, it was a pleasure discussing this topic together today. And to our listeners, this brings our first You Belong Here podcast to a close. We want to sincerely thank you for taking the time to join us today. We hope the discussion sparks some curiosity for you and that you will reach out to others in your community to keep the conversation going. If you have any comments or questions about today's episode, please reach out to us. Our social supports call line is always open during regular business hours. You can reach out by calling 780-464-4044. Before we sign off for today, we invite you to stay tuned for our next episode coming very soon. We will be continuing our conversation about connection and belonging and how we can flourish together in Strathcona County. Bye for now.
2: Thanks, everyone.